when we started the Big East Rewind, we told you we were going to take you inside and behind the scenes, behind the velvet ropes to see what it was all about playing in the Big East, from the media to the trainers to assistant coaches, head coaches, and players. Well, today we have the cheerleaders here to discuss with us all what it was like to be part of a championship run at Villanova. We have Steve Murphy and Laurie Winshew, who were both part of that team. They were both seniors in 85, and they're going to talk to us all about what it was like on that magical run that Villanova took to the finals and the national championship. Sit back, relax, and check out this edition of the Big East Rewind. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Big East Rewind. I'm Chuck Everson, your host from Villanova, and today my co-host is... Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an N. N. Give me another N. N. Give me a Y. Y. What's that spell? Sunny. Sunny Sparrow. Sunny Sunny Sparrow. Oh, man. All right, Mike. We got the cheerleaders today, Sunny from Villanova. I'm excited. And that's why we came up with this terrific introduction of my partner, my friend, and my dentist, by the way, Sonny Sparrow. How are you? Jack, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for the see It's only been about 45 years since I've heard that, but thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what? We're trying to bring you back in time, Sonny. Trying to bring you back in time. Back to the future, my friend. Back to the future. Uh, I'll take it, man. I'll take any kind of trip I can like that. I, I tell you, it's been a while. It's been a while since we have had on other folks that were important to other teams and stuff like that. We've had on some mascots in the past. We've had on some trainers and some managers and assistant coaches and people behind the scenes. And I felt it was time that we uh, bring some of the livelihood of some life back into the program <laughs> by bringing in a couple of cheerleaders from our Villanova, both from the class of 85. So let me introduce oh, the class. They're my class. Can you believe it, Sonny? They're my class. I'm, I'm involved with the 85 team. Can you believe that? I yeah. can't even believe it. <laughs> so today we have with us Mr. Steve Murphy, and uh, Steve is famous. We're going to talk about this, Sonny. Steve actually came to my rescue when I was attacked unceremoniously. Viciously, as a buddy, Reggie Williams. Vicious so, it was vicious, you know. But Steve, Murphy, I got fame out of that. Steve got about three minutes, so well, it worked out. Okay, and, and also the very lovely and vivacious Lori DeCello Winshu is with us. So Lori's with us. How are you, Lori? Thank you, Chuck. Oh, very good. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have fun. There's no doubt about it. I feel sorry for Sonny right now, but I uh, do too. I do too because we obviously turned against him. So we did. We did promise like a full 360 view at the Big East. So this was this was a area that was missing right we had so many different aspects but honestly the the full spectrum and the the invention more or less of college basketball and tv you guys were a big part of it i know they talked a lot about it with our syracuse group man it was always like oh comes a camera they were they were knocking each other over to get in front of that thing you know well, there there was a trio of girls actually, Sonny, with Laurie being one of them, uh, Patty and Lisa. They were they were everywhere. You know, anytime, anytime they got more camera time than me, and I was looking for the camera back in '85. I know you're talking about. Every time they did something, well, it goes without saying, Sonny. You know, but, yes. but anyway, so. Let's get started. Steve, let's kick it off with you. How how did you guys, and I'll, and I'll start with Steve first, how did you guys um, wind up on the cheerleading squad? Was that something that you um, looked to do when you first got there? I, I think not, right, Steve? I don't, you know, we talked a bit about this. So tell me about how you made the cheerleading squad. Well, it's a very interesting story, and I won't bore you with all the gory details of it, Chuck and Sonny. But first of all, hey, thanks for having Lori and I on. It, this sure. is 
I know you're into like your 90th some odd episode and it's a tribute to the two of you guys and the product that you guys produce and bring out to some of us who grew up in the Big East and uh, have so many fond memories. And I really enjoy the podcast. And, and when Chuck mentioned it to us the other day, it was uh, a thrill to be asked to come on. So thanks so much, guys. Glad you to, to, to back up, and I'll tell you real quickly, um, I only cheered one year at Villanova, and it happened to be my and Lori's senior year. And the way it happened was um, my junior year, Lori's junior year as well, um, I was at a party, and unbeknownst to me, Lori, Patty, and Lisa, who you just mentioned, classmates, we're all classmates, we all happened to be at a, the same party. And at about 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night, the three of these beauties come over to me and they said, hey, Steve, you really love Villanova basketball. You're really into basketball. You play a lot of basketball. Uh, you have a big voice. We'd like you to try out for Villanova cheerleading for next year. And I kind of gave them a, shrugged my shoulders a little bit and I said, I love you girls. I love what you do for Villanova. You know, you're the best. But I said, I don't have a cheerleading bone in my body. I just want to go to games and enjoy them from the stands and blah, 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 blah. Well, they kind of just said, all right, okay. But they circled back at this party at about two o'clock in the morning after I had a couple of libations, legal at the time. I was legal at the time. And, um, I must have said yes, unbeknownst to me, that I would try out for cheerleading. <laughs> Lori, Patty, and Lisa called my apartment the next morning and said, there were about 15 people who are witnesses and saw that, that you agreed to try out for cheerleading. And I couldn't back out of it. I, was, I held to my word and tried out. And thankfully, as all things turned out, it was... Uh, one of the best experiences of my college career. And I can only thank Lori, Lisa, and Patty for uh, coming back and asking me a second time at two o'clock in the morning. National championship ring, Chuck. That's it. Is that simple? You just got to be at the right time. You know what? I don't even know. I'm going to ask him that. I don't even know. I mean, but, but yeah, I don't even know. You picked a great year. You picked a great year to be on the team. I'll say that. Holy cow. Well, as wow. everyone on this uh, show can attest, there was a uh, a first-year assistant coach, Steve Lapis, oh, yeah. and he was a one-year on the staff. He got a ring, and yeah. I said to him, at, we were hugging at half court in Lexington that night, and I said, Lap, I said, your first year, I'm first year. We both win national championships in our first year doing this at Villanova, and it was pretty cool, pretty cool, a lot of fun. That's How awesome. about you, Laurie? How did you get started? That was fun. Um, so freshman year, uh, I forget someone had said to me, hey, they're having tryouts over at St. Mary's. You know, you should think about it since I had cheered like my whole life since I was in first grade. And, you know, I grew up with three older brothers. They played basketball. Like, you know, it was just in my in my blood. And I was like, you know what? you can't beat the seats and you know, how fun to like know that you'll be at every single game. So I was like, all right, I think, I think I'll, I think I'll just go check it out. And um, so Patty and I were the two freshmen that ended up making it. So my first year, my captain was Patty Riley, who is now married to Jay Wright. Yeah. So she was my captain my first year and she was just as sweet as can be. She treated us like you know we weren't the babies on the squad she was such a little mothering you know she was just wonderful just like she is now with the players you're you know how she was but yes yeah, so next thing i know i was in it and it was unbelievable so you so you were on the squad all four years well you try out your freshman year so yes i made it okay. my first year and then i cheered um, you go uh, after the, your freshman year, you go to summer camp at, in Tennessee. And let me tell you, oh. our guys loved going to the camp because the Tennessee cheerleaders were uh, the girls were 
Very cute. So yeah, we go to Tennessee for camp and then I cheered sophomore, junior, senior year. And we went everywhere in the van, just following you guys. I mean, but back then we didn't have like Nebraska and, you know, super far, but you know, we, we traveled everywhere. I was was just going to ask you about the travel. Because our cheerleaders yeah. didn't didn't go to every away, even all the Big East games. Like sometimes they didn't go. So what what oh, was the really? arrangements? We, we, did you go to every so away game? Every single away game. It didn't wow. matter. I mean, same. Like we drove far, so we had a white van, and usually one of the guys drove the van. And um, yeah, so we just you know we'd skip classes and we just had to be at the game before an hour before the game started. So whoever was the captain at that time would get all the you know we had an advisor that was uh-huh. kind of involved, pretty much our captains. But that was the best part of cheering yeah, was going to all these arenas and Syracuse, yeah. Sonny. Let me tell you, yeah, I know. You guys were yeah. rough. What do you mean, Ruff? I mean, Patty was they, they me, I was going to ask you, did you ever have a hard time getting into an arena? Because it wasn't, it wasn't common that always had the road cheerleaders. So, did you guys have any I, hard time? Our, no, because I think Villanova was always traveled with the team. I, I feel like, you think, yeah. Murph, we had a problem? Uh, Sonny, our... The only game that I missed senior year and the squad naturally was Syracuse because it was like snowing like crazy. And the decision made came down that there was no way we could get up there driving it. So that was the only game that we missed. Right, Laura? That whole year was going up to Syracuse. So I unfortunately did not get into the dome. Uh, during my one year, yeah. uh, it was crazy. I got I got into the dome after I graduated, so that was a lot. Okay. Of fun. So uh, can I? I, I want to ask on that same line. Think of all the arenas that you went to. I want you to just tell me either a best one, give me your best one, and give me which one was the worst. Like you know, facilities or sideline. There's no room because the pressure was rough. You had no room. Uh-huh. There. Right, right. right. I, Palestra, all-time favorite. All-time well, favorite. This is home, but for children, And it was so loud. I think I love North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina's, that Dean Dome was insane. So that was a really fun arena, and we saw Michael Jordan play. That was my, sure. I want to say that was my sophomore. Chuck, would that have been my... Sophomore year or junior so, so, year? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was a freshman then, so you're okay, sophomore. Okay, yeah, so sophomore year. But I have to tell you, Syracuse, we we did not like going there because you guys would throw oranges and orange cartons, and it, it, was, it was crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. Cheerleaders. I think they were even at the players, but they were trying to get you. <laughs> Maybe it was the players. We were in the way. Yeah, no, we were. Uh, it was a That's tough. So funny. It yeah. was a tough. It was a tough place, but you had plenty of room to operate, right? Didn't uh, you guys have? Oh, it was great. It was a great place to cheer. It was huge. And, and the stands were a little bit off the course, so you had you really had not anymore. Now they put the fans literally try to get them on the court. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, most of them, most of the arenas, I feel like we had plenty of room. We would always sit to the left or the right of the basket on the court. So, you know, you just felt like you were right in it, which was awesome. So what, what was the deal with opposing teams cheerleaders? Did you guys socialize? Like, oh, hey, you know, come on up. You got to swap gear. Like, I'll get you a T-shirt. You'll get me this. Because I know that of our managers, that was a big black market thing you know but no 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 like there's no mixing really no no wow no way. i don't even think we ever talked to the other cheerleaders right yeah, i don't know we kind of the only thing that had to be worked out was who was going out first with the first cheer on the court and then you just alternate from there right laura yep but, exactly. uh, but that was the only communication or whose band was going to play first you know, if it was like, our band or the opposing band. Everybody do like a party after the game, say, hey, the we all go to, you know, Bugsy's or we go to the library, yeah. like a bar in the Syracuse, you know. Nobody, nothing? We yeah. would not let them 
we would not invite them to Smokey Joe's after the game at the Pluster. No. That's for no. sure. Oh man! I'm so you disappointed because we were, we were so far away from them. Like we never had. I don't even think we really had the opportunity to ever mingle with them. So there was never any bad blood, but I don't think we ever had the opportunity to even socialize because when we got to the gym, we were warming up, we were stretching, practicing our pyramids. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the guys came out, it was go time, you know? So I feel like we didn't really have down time. One last question on that line. Okay. One last question. Okay. Okay. The East especially come conference time, did they bring you in to like a luncheon and, and kind of force some social, any of that kind of stuff? Cause they did it with us as players. It was very well orchestrated. Yeah, not, not all of us, Sonny, not all of us. The three beauties, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Lori, Patty and Lisa and the rest of our squad too. I, I shouldn't sell the rest of our, our gorgeous cheerleading uh, females That's short cool. either, but they would walk into arenas and the cameramen would know their names and, you know, like they were all best friends. So to go to a media day in New York, it was like, Oh, Lori, Lisa and Patty are coming up. And you know, it's a, (laughs) so how many, many what what was your makeup of your team? Did we have six girls, six guys, and then an alternate, right? Yeah. I think that's about right. And then the mascot of course. Backup mask okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit, Steve, about about the travel because you, you that those trips had to be great for you guys because you were always so you always took the van no matter where we were playing and you were at every game. I mean, mm-hmm. the only game I think you missed, I think we and I talked about it. They had a weather thing in Syracuse. I think you missed one game at the dome, right? That's correct. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my one year, and by the way, you guys, Sonny and Chuck, only cheerleading one year. I still have three years of eligibility and I've let, I've let Mark Jackson know that I've let father Peter know that. So I've got three years. And if I ever, you know, apply for COVID year, I'm going to work for maybe four years. That's what I want. That's it. What that's kind of it. NIL? So yeah, right. Exactly. That said, the travel was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, some of the highlights for me that year was obviously going to every game sans Syracuse, but um, I'll never forget Chuck, the game in Pittsburgh oh, yeah. where we got blown out at the end of the year, but Lori is from Pittsburgh and her family was gracious, grace, gracious enough to host us in their home. Uh, overnight, we had a big party, even though we got blown out. Yeah. Um, and then, Laura, you and I flew for spring break for like three days, and then back to New York for the start of the Big East tournament, which was oh, wait a second, like- wait a second, stop right there, Steve. So you guys got to go on spring break. There was no training, no workout, no nothing. Nope. Is that what you're saying? Right down. You know, we worked really hard, man. You had to work on nothing. Wow. Well, well, at that point of the year, Sonny, we had it all down. We were down pat, right, Laura? Yeah. Remember the guys got sunburned? So a couple of the guys went down and they got sunburned because they tried to get as much sun as they could quick. So when we got back up to New York and the girls were jumping on their shoulders oh, and boy. they were just like cringing of <laughs> yeah, the pain of the sunburn. And we were like, oh, well, you went to Fort Lauderdale. It was fun. Yeah, I toughed it out. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, listen, we started to mention it. Talk about talk about the run in 85 that we went on. In, and, you know, um, when we went through that tournament, you um, guys, you guys obviously were at every, did you take the, did you take the van down out to Dayton and all those other places or? No, no, no the NCAA paid for all our travel. The NCAA, right? Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, okay. they treated us so well. Right, Murph? Yes. Yes. So okay. well, I'll, I'll start just by saying, you know, Dickie V, and you guys mentioned it, you know, it was kind of like the start of ESPN and the Big East, you know, and, and all that. And Dickie V would do a couple of our games in Chucka. And Sonny, you knew this really well. Um, but Dickie V never loved Villanova that year, our no. senior year, Chuck, your junior year. He, he was like down on us, you know, this. 
So whenever we went into an arena and Dickie was doing the game, I'd always go over to him before the game and I'd say, Dickie B, you know, we know you don't love us, but we're going to win tonight. And um, this is going to start our role. And we're going deep in the tournament this year. And so he goes, no, 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 you guys don't have it. You guys don't have it. And we were like, you know, bust each other's chops the whole time. And um, so those things were kind of fun because you really got to know broadcasters and so forth and, and opposing players because you'd mm-hmm. see them before the games and um, some of the coaches we get to know, right, Laura? And yeah, you know, yeah. because we see them a couple times a year. And uh, did you, Coach Beheim was never too nice to us. Mm. <laughs> did, uh, did, you get, uh, did you get a chance to stay at, at the team hotel when you get, when you guys travel? Did you guys have to like scramble for your own hotels and everything? Everything was paid for. All every year that I went, NCAA, just wherever you guys were, we were there. We went to the. the but but how about the season? Have, like, Same for the season. Uh, for the season, I think our our budget paid for like the hotels. I think okay. we had a budget or something from school. Okay. You know that paid, but but they put us up in nice hotels and. Um, well, good. Yeah, it was great. So I remember all the cheerleaders we got together when they were doing the announcement of where we were going to go. So here it is, senior year. And so I get up in front of everybody and I go, okay, I've cheered my whole life. This is my last year. So my last game is going to be the championship game and I'm going out winning. So I remember they had like munchkins or donuts and they started just firing food at me like you know there's no way murphy remember that and yes, like, fly it and i'm like i'm telling you we're gonna win this whole thing so then they announced uh we had to go to dayton and play university of dayton at dayton and then navy right chuck navy was uh, no we played them and then we played uh michigan, michigan. oh and then michigan and then they were like okay lord we're not even getting out of the first round uh, you think we're going all the way and I just was like, no, this is get it's gonna happen. I believed in our guys. They were they were special. Our well, boys I'm, were I'm glad to hear that everybody had such great faith in us because I had thought this whole time that he was supporting everybody and not trying to, you know, rip us down. You know, I always tell I always tell no, Chuck. Good. Um, thank you, Lori, for picking up for us. Thank you. I tell Chuck he's special. Sure he had your back. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Dayton, should I tell him about the Dayton game? Sure. So my best friend from home went to Dayton and she said after the game, you know, and we were playing Dayton after the game, we're going to bring you to a party, your whole squad. So we were, I think it was like right before St. Patrick's Day or on St. Patrick's, on St. Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. Right? Well, if we, if we played Michigan on St. Patrick's oh, Day. So that's what it was. It was Michigan. So at, I yeah, remember we went to, so we won that night, right, Murph? And then we went to this party, which I didn't realize was the football house. And our whole squad went with our jackets, our Villanova jackets. And I remember like drinking with my girlfriend and what I'm talking. And all of a sudden I turn around and there is like a brawl going on my partner is on the ground with a football player like punching him and I mean it was just an all-out brawl and I'm thinking oh my god we gotta cheer like (laughs) the next game and our guys are just you know have this big fight so one of my girlfriend's really good friends this huge football player just went running over broke up the fight and we we went we left and Murph right my my partner had a black eye Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it looked like I like injured him from cheering, but really it was this. So day was a little scary for us, but uh, yeah. I mean, they just yeah. jumped you guys, you know. But Dayton, our, our toughest game, tough. I, I would say our toughest game, wouldn't you say, Chuck? Uh, well, the last game wasn't easy, but yeah, I mean, the Dayton game, we had to get past that to get to do the rest of it. And you right. know, we had to. We had to play a bunch of number one seeds in Michigan and um, and Carolina, Georgetown and North Carolina. So that was not an easy road uh, at all. And and Dayton, uh, Dayton was tough because there really wasn't that coach would let us get get out and be kids a little bit. He would, you know, expect us to go and see the town or whatever. But there wasn't much to see. Nothing. (laughs) That's why we went to the I remember outside the hotel, there was like a live um, 
a, a cattle or a, um, you know, a, a livestock uh, tr- a truck with full of like uh, horrific smelling animals that were, you know, so that wasn't good when we went to go eat. But uh, I do remember that. Oh, so, so next we next we went down and went to we played Lenny Bias and yep. then uh, and then of course North Carolina and you guys you guys flew up for that and yep. uh, down to Birmingham down to Birmingham yep yep and what what happened there any any good stuff go on there on the on the way down to there or or at well, when we got there you know that was the second time we saw Maryland right because we played them yeah. at Cole. Um, and Sonny, you can appreciate this being a player and everything, but for me and Lori and the rest of the squad, when we're that close to this kind of talent, it's pretty awesome to watch. Yeah. And I, I said after we played Maryland the first time, I said, I've never seen a better basketball body than Len Bias. Yeah. He had the tools. And then, you know, they, they beat us, right, at Cole, Chuck? Uh, yeah. And yeah. Lenny had Lenny had over thirty, right? Know. But so we get him a second time in the uh, Sweet Sixteen, and obviously we played another great game. And but we got to see Lenny Bias again, and 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 I, I was just in awe. It, it, that Maryland team was awesome that year too. So yeah, they were really good. That Birmingham trip was kind of special, and then of yeah. course. Roly with his halftime speech with Carolina and so forth, right, Chuck? And yeah, um, you know, it's just it, it seems like yesterday, right, Laura? That- yeah, well, I the Maryland guys actually they asked us to go out with them after the game. I remember they were really nice and they were like, What are you doing after? You know, we had just beat them and they were like, Where are you guys going? You know, so I feel like there was a lot of camaraderie between the players and there wasn't any major rivalry but i think we i don't think we ended up doing anything with them i think we just i i celebrated yeah but like so alabama way what about do you guys remember what about when we got back from north carolina and got to school and they they brought us out onto the stage and uh jake nevin Fieldhouse had more people then we had students in the school all right. in the gym at the same. It was it was unbelievable, actually. Was it was like a, it was awesome. Banner like when they had in the, in the palestra in Sonny's favorite auditorium, favorite gym, yeah. uh, the palestra. We had the rollout signs, you know, and it right. was always. Sometimes it wasn't so funny to certain players, and sometimes it was. But they had a lot of those banners rolled out, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember that was like it was like being on stage like in a concert or something was like that was amazing it it was wild they had a a big turnout for that so so that we the lisa patty and i our ritual was to go over to jake and then we take his little hat off and kiss his head for good luck and he was just the best he was yeah. so special and such a big part of the program. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was awesome. I mean, we don't win without him. Right. The game you mentioned on on uh, St. Patrick's Day, he put the leprechaun's hat on. We were the only <laughs> team in the tournament that had our own leprechaun at the game. So I felt pretty good after we beat Michigan. I said, well, we got a little extra on our side. You know, I never thought uh, – I never right. thought we were it was going to be in doubt after that, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Sonny. You wanted to say. I, I wanted to ask you, Mary, especially with four years of experience, any memorable stories of uh, anything along the way? There's a few. <laughs> well, okay. So my story was I only wanted to go to North Carolina. It's the only school I applied to. Only school I wanted to go to, and I did not get in. And my dad was like, you got to just apply to other schools. And I was like, that's the only school I want to go to. So um, it was Villanova and I applied to NC State. And when I went to NC State, I said, no, I can't be that close to North Carolina. That's like the number one school. It's beautiful. And I have to say, it wasn't until senior year when we beat North Carolina that I said, okay, God, now I get why you didn't let me get into Villain or get into North Carolina. I'm <laughs> supposed to be 
at Villanova at this moment. But it took four years. But <laughs> so yeah. for me, that win against North Carolina was just such a moment for me. And just to see our boys just keep winning and winning. And, you know, they they you know, they were the little Cinderella team, but they had mountains and they mm-hmm. did it every time. How about you, Mike? Any, any uh, great memories or stories or interaction? Well, you know, Other than- I'll tell you just another, another quick story. When I was trying out, um, because there was an official tryout, we did it on Jake Nevin's stage where Chuck mm-hmm. just mentioned where the team was after, uh, you know, we were going to the final four. And we were trying out there on a Friday afternoon, late Friday afternoon. And obviously my roommates knew that I was trying out for cheerleading. Well, they had gone down to Kelly's for, you know, after classes were over at like probably noontime. And so they were in Kelly's for four or five hours. They come up to Jake Nevin Fieldhouse. They lift up the curtain on the stage, knowing, knowing I was trying out for cheerleading behind that curtain. They lifted up the curtain and started pointing at me, laughing at me like, and they were basically three sheets. But I, you know, rallied through the tryout and made made the squad and everything. So that was kind of funny, uh, funny way to start it. But what I can say, Sonny, is, um, you know, I've had a lot of blessings in my life. My parents were awesome, sending me, allowing me to go to Villanova. Uh, a lot of other things, met a lot of great people in my life, have a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. Um, being asked by Lori, Patty, and Lisa to be a cheerleader was one of the best decisions I ever made because it just obviously winning the national championship was spectacular, but it opened so many doors for me and, you know, my friendship circle expanded beyond, you know, beyond a telephone book. Um, So to me, that's how it kind of all went full circle from the beginning to the end. And I just, you know, I love Villanova. Uh, I'll always love Villanova. Uh, I love the men's basketball program to death. And, you know, my first job out of school was because I was a Villanova cheerleader and the guy that I interviewed with loved every story you know, I gave, I think I gave him the whole season game by game. And he was like eating out of my palm. So it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. A lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I have so, to say, I, we were very protective our, of our players. We were very tight with them. They were, you know, they were our family. Like we, right, Murph, we just loved our guys. And I remember, Chuck, I had told you, I remember going to Lexington And in my house with three older brothers, I thought the newspaper, reading the newspaper was the sports page. I didn't realize there was other parts of the paper. (laughs) It was the sports page. So I remember getting down to Lexington and I was reading the sports page and this article was like ripping our players. Like, why are they there? They're not talented. You know, who invited Villanova? It just, it was just not very nice about our players. And I remember sitting there thinking, our guys work so hard and so talented and they're so awesome as people and not even just players. And so I picked up the phone and I called the newspaper and I asked for the gentleman that wrote the article. So he gets on the phone and I go, what kind of a welcome is this? And our (laughs) players are coming down here and they deserve respect. And you, and I am just ripping him just, and I I cannot believe you had the audacity to write this article when you know our players are so talented. And, and I go, and let me tell you, when we beat, you know, whether it's tonight's game or it's the championship, I better open this paper up the next day or the, in two days, and I better see a better article about our players. And you better either apologize or give some respect to our boys. And he was just like, and who is this? <laughs> and I go, you know, and I was like, well, this is Lori DeSello, and I'm a Villanova cheerleader, and I really hope I see an apology. You know? yeah. And then I just hung up, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what did I do? You know. But I was so upset for our guys because they worked. Do you know? I mean, you, that's so your life. Did you get your apology? He wrote an article 
he did when you won, he did. And he said, you know, I was wrong. And I think I saved the article. It is somewhere in my memory box. I'm definitely going to have to look for it. But he definitely, but it made him think like, you know. Mm Did they protect you guys like that at Syracuse? Did the no. cheerleaders no. add your back like that? Not really. No. no. Um our cheerleaders our cheerleaders, we were not we were not as close with our cheerleaders as 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 a lot of other teams, I don't think, from the sound of it. We got a lot but they they had they kind of had their own thing. You know, and and again, and, and then the TV, and then the way the student section lined up in the dome, and they didn't go to every away game. And I think they had to kind of fend for themselves at times. But I do remember down in Georgetown, I got the chance to drive around with a bunch of them, and we took them. There was like three or four of them piled in the back of the Lincoln Continental, and there were three or four of us in the front seat, and it was like a something like that that car in Animal House, you know. Like, down the highway and uh we just ran all over the place and then we did the same thing in boston because we could park and not worry about parking tickets you know just park it there run up to the washington yeah. event we did stuff like that that was a lot of fun but we, for the most part we didn't really do a lot of that i mean they were never at our hotel either but yeah. like on campus you didn't go to each other's like rooms to say no. hi or like see each other no we your big game. What was that? You and I went out for ice cream in Connolly Center after one of your big games. We went to go celebrate. Was that like Georgetown? Or you had a great game against I want to say it was Georgetown. Probably when you owned Patrick, remember? What was that? When you owned Patrick, remember? Yeah, Yeah, that was that guy, you know. (laughs) Um, I I think Lori's right. Lori's right. It's like I I, th- I think of this the team as like an extended family. Right. You know, our squad was that close with the team, and and Chuck and I were talking about this the other day. Chuck and I have known each other for forty years. It's yeah. amazing, and everyone everyone on that team, the championship team, I'm still in touch with almost everyone today. I'm still in touch with in one way or another, mm-hmm. and it's it's that bond that will never be broken that we were all, you know, mm-hmm. we were all part of it and all, you know, obviously the, the memories are still, still fresh and it's very so, special. So let me ask you about the, the, the final game. So you guys are getting out of the hotel and you're walking around. And I remember Patty on the HBO special said that they were selling Georgetown Yes. championship t-shirts mm-hmm. what what did you did you guys see any of that stuff going on did you see that mm-hmm. Lauren? oh yeah oh yeah so so they were selling shirts georgetown 1985 national championship shirts Before yeah, didn't, game. didn't they have so the newspapers printed up already you know they, they had they had a whole yeah they had a whole bunch of crazy that, stuff you know, before that. the game even started that yeah. georgetown was going to be national champion yeah just like yeah. Yeah. Gonna be president. And then, yeah, it was yeah. like there would be a Martian in the White House before we beat Georgetown, you know. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I remember I remember that stuff. And then, Steve, t- talk about um, our, our I say ours, because it it's our, uh, our our famous moment at halftime with Reggie. <laughs> we shared a moment. <laughs> we shared a moment. Steve, when everything went on with Reggie, you know, Sonny, the first guy out there, you know, to like jump in between me and the ref was Steve. So tell that story, Steve. So, uh, of course, we had the great seats. And, you know, if Chuck was on the court or any of the other guys were on the court, I'd be always yelling to him, Chuck, back door, back door, or, or this or that, you know, just picking up little things on the court. So, you know, that close. So like all of the, the, the cheerleading squad, we were really all into it. You know, we knew all the opposing players. We knew this, we knew that. So we could see obviously from, you know, a bird's eye view, uh, what exactly was going on in the court. So as time was ticking down in the first half, you know, there's seconds left and Chuck, you were in the middle of the key. I was yeah. underneath the basket and Reggie just comes down and goes boom like this to Chuck. I said, this is not right. I'm waiting for the T. No T's coming out. Ref's not calling a T or anything. And there's like two seconds left. 
So I'm like, I'm getting on the court. Like if, if we're, if this is going to happen, if this is, if Dukes are going to fly, I'm helping my buddy Chuck. So I'm on Chuck's back. Like I'm ready to climb Chuck's back to get to Reggie. You know, it's like, it was crazy. And then I, I don't know, Chuck, you might have to tell me this, if this is true or not. But when Rolly was running into the locker room, all fired up, and you guys were running Amber, did he say, get Murphy to run in with us? I did not hear that, no. <laughs> you know, listen, I don't want to burst your bubble, Murph, but I, I, I didn't hear that, you know. He did not uh, say there was a lot of words coming out of Coach Massimino's mouth, but get Murphy wasn't one of them. Yeah. I didn't hear you know. <laughs> when, you were, when you ran out there. Here, but, when you ran out there, did you realize Chuck seven two and and Reggie six nine? Like you're in the middle of a yeah. He didn't realize I could take care of myself, and we and Reggie and I have since hugged it out. You know that, so you know, and uh, you know, I, I was I would say that it was funny because I'm yelling at the ref because first of all, I wasn't catching ready. Let's be honest, okay? He was hit. It was a hit and run. He took he off, and I there was, and there was no way I would have looked foolish trying to catch him. So my only my thought immediately was. I'm not getting back in the game in the second half. You know, I, I need to, I need to, sh- I want the foul shot. You know that. I, I don't want to be in the book, man. You know, come on. So, so that was my thing. I was like, come on. That's why I was mad at the referee. I'm like, you got to call something. At least I would get the one and one something. Oh, it was such a, it was such a cheap shot, but you know, so what about what about post game now? What did you guys did you guys uh you know it was a blur. I mean it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was like, mad. I was people everywhere, you know. Everywhere. Didn't we have to go right on the airplane? That's what I I feel no, like we but did. No, no, we didn't go till the next day. Lloyd, did you get a chance to at least gloat that you called it and you predicted it and you told this guy at the press, yo, this is what's happening? I mean, did you like stand up and say this is me, baby. I called it. Nothing? I, Sonny, I, I think we were so in shock. I mean, it was like, but like just the fact it was Georgetown, though, I knew we could beat them. If it was any other, like an ACC team, or I don't know, but I knew we could beat Georgetown. So I felt like comfortable in that game. I didn't feel, you know, I knew our guys could do it, but like when it, when the end happened, it was just, it was a moment. I, I, there was no gloating. I think we were just like, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I remember the guys cutting down the net and like Harold Presley, love Harold Presley. And he walked over and he gave me a piece of his net, which I still, it's one of my most valuable treasures. And every time I see him, I just thank him. You know, I said, thank you. You know, I was just a little cheerleader over here watching you guys. And he walked over and just split his net and handed it to me. And that's when you just, like, that's how our guys were. Yeah. They just yeah. treated us. Well, that, that, we were, that like, really, you know, that defines it, right? Yeah, right? I mean, we were, we, were on the, we were on the court celebrating like everybody else. And, you know, cameras are all over the place. And, yeah. um, like, Chuck, you a lot of that footage today when the guys are standing on the table. And, you know, it's just, again, it seems like yesterday. but. Lori's right that we had to fly home late yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. And Chuck, the parade in Philly, downtown Philly, was the next day. We got so off guys, the plane and got right on a truck. Right, right. Oh, yeah, we, had to get we went home to our apartments or whatever. We could sleep for two or three hours before we had to get ready to get down for the parade. And, wow. and that was just, that was crazy. That was, madhouse, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Well, I, I got I got two more questions, and um, we got to wrap it up. We're getting up against it a little bit, Laurie. So, Sonny, I have to tell you, Laurie has got the dubious distinction. Laurie's daughter, Nikki, was also a legacy cheerleader for Villanova. Laurie was there for the first title, the first mm-hmm. NCAA championship, and Nikki was there for the next two. So mm-hmm. she trumps her mother by getting two championships <laughs> over one. And, you know, right. Sonny, you could tell that. You could tell him. What are we, you and I? We are professional journalists. Professional, professional journalists. Correct. And our minions, Sonny, I sent our minions out to look up this stat. And Lori and her daughter, Nikki, are the only 
mother-daughter team cheerleaders to win national championships both. Wow. So talk about talk about having your daughter uh, kind of walk in your footsteps there, Lori. Well, it's so crazy because she always wanted Villanova, always wanted Villanova. And so her going, oh, her senior year, we were going to campus and Steve Pannone, as you know, he is the best. And he's like, Laura, when you get to campus, I want you to come to Jay Wright's office. So of course, anytime I see Jay, because Patty was my captain and I adore Patty, every time I see Jay, he just goes, Patty's over there because he knows I want to talk to Patty. I mean, love Jay, but like Patty Riley Wright is so special to me. But Steve's like, I want you to bring Nikki to Jay Wright's office when you're walking the campus. And so we did. We go up and Jay was in a meeting, but he paused and, and Nikki and I came in and Jay is talking to her. And, you know, he he he's just so... Um, he's so amazing how he's just engaged in the conversation. He's, you know, asking her questions and he's so interested and, and he's so busy, but like he gave her the time and he said to her, so Nikki, you want to go to Villanova? And she's like, yeah, that's my dream school. And he said, well, are you going to cheer, you know, like your mom did? And she goes, well, that's my dream too. And then I looked at Jay and I go, do you believe in karma? And he goes, well, what do you mean? And I go, can you imagine I cheered here for Rolly and we won a national championship? Can you imagine if Nikki came in and cheered for you and you two win a national championship? And he goes, let's do it. And so like that was senior year of, you know, her Villanova, right? Yep. So freshman year, she makes the cheerleading squad and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And my only dream for her was that she would have a relationship with the players like we did because it was so special and it was family and you just felt safe. And mm -hmm. so sure enough, she becomes best friends with Jalen and Dante and Eric and, you know, the guys, all the Villanova basketball players, they're just good, good people. Mm -hmm. So she becomes tight with all of them. And, you know, funny story, when I first met Jalen at Hoops on the Hudson, I didn't know he was as good as he was. And so I went up to him and I said, Jalen, I said, I love the friendship you and Nikki have. You are amazing. And just know I'm going to be your number one fan, even if you sit the bench. I'm so I'm sure when what? he heard that, he's probably like, sit the bench. <laughs> like, uh, I don't think. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you stayed on the sidelines cheering and weren't evaluating talent for our team, Lori. That's what I would tell you. <laughs> My goodness. So. You know, but, you know, fast forward to Nikki, there's 34 cheerleaders. So as a freshman, only 12 cheerleaders, the NCAA sends. So freshman right. year, she went as a student. She wasn't actually cheering. So when um, so when they won, Jalen came down. It was like, I don't even know, two in the morning to our hotel room. Our whole family's in the room. And he's very close with our family and we just love him. So he comes flying in the room and we're like, oh, you know, that was amazing. And so he looks at me and I go, but I have a favor. And Jalen's like, okay. I said, I need you to do this one more time. And he goes, what? And I said, well, Nikki was a student. I would love it if she could be on the court cheering and you would be on the court playing and you two could have like a national championship, right? So he looks at there me and he goes, is. all right. He said, let's do it. And I was like, oh. And then 2018, there wow. they were. Well, I got, I got one question for you. What stocks okay. do you like? <laughs> Very good, Sonny. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. I'll go by IBM. Tell me right now. Okay, so final <laughs> thoughts, guys. Holy cow. Give me, give me, give me. You know, your last words on your time spent on the cheerleading team at, at Villanova. Steve, you first. Again, I, I'll go back to, you know, on, on the cheerleading squad, I, I've made lifelong friends. And Lori and I see each other a lot. And I see, you know, Patty and Lisa a lot and some of the others on the squad. But, you know, we'll always have that bond that we were – 
you know, a mediocre team in the middle of the season and we go on to win a national championship and, you know, to meet you, Chuck, and to meet the rest of the team and the assistant coaches and Coach Mass and, you know, everybody affiliated with the program. It, it's just, you know, I'll always, always have that. Um, it was special, very special, still is. How about you, Laura? Same, same. I mean, honestly, like, I, I feel like, what a blessing in our life to have been at this time all together, all of us. And it doesn't even matter what year, you know, the team, the players, the cheerleaders, we are just one big family. And I feel like, you know, it's something that's so special and I feel so lucky to have a daughter that experienced what I experienced, because you really can't put it into words. You guys yeah. know. I mean, playing in a packed arena and hearing the fans and seeing the support of all the students and families, and I, there's you just can't describe it. So to see my daughter, you know, experiencing that and having friendships forever, you know, just lifelong friends and. I mean, we're family, and Sonny, I, I, I'm happy that you um, you could be our <laughs> you could be our family, even though you went to Syracuse, because we're Big East too. And well, I, mean, I, like I, big I told you this in your Final Fours, I'm two for two. I was at That's 2016. Right. I was at 2018. He, oh, we we made him an honorary Wildcat, CB and I, and we get we we give. I went to Eastern Mass with the whole Villanova Nation that one year. That was your night. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's I how love close that. Well, I well, look listen, forward Coach, to cheersing you when we're all together. Well, Coach Mass was all family, and it really was right down to the cheerleading squad and everybody else that was part of the team. Everybody had a job to do, and no person's one person's job was more important than the other. And yeah. uh, so I want to thank both you guys for coming out tonight and hanging with Sonny and I. We really, really appreciate Thanks it. And uh, very much. it was fun. With both it was of you. so fun. Yes, great being with the two of you. Keep up the great work. Yeah, you, you guys. Thank Thanks. you. You've been listening to and watching the Big East Rewind with Chuck Everson and Sonny Sparrow. The Big East Rewind was produced and directed by Nick Chico Chorus, Daryl Gurney, and our new partners at Boundless Ventures. You can check us out on all things social media by putting Big East Rewind in the search bar. And we ask you to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Thanks a lot. And have a great day. Thanks, folks. <laughs> All right. <laughs>